0: You're listening to Fit Girl, your guide to getting in shape. Podcast episode number 192, Dips and Chins, Green Tea, and Your Belief System. I'm Kira Langolf, your host and guide to getting in shape. As a professional fitness trainer, it's my job to get clients in shape quickly and keep them healthy. In this podcast, I'll reveal to you the shape-up secrets I use along with training, nutrition, and motivational tips and advice. I'll set you straight on what works and what is a waste of time, and I'll be your guide to your best body ever. Check out my websites at fitnessmakeover.com and coachkira.com. In this episode, the value of dips and chins. Green tea can be your holiday helper and your belief system. Is it your friend or foe? The holidays are fast upon us and I'm going to share with you some time saving tips, especially when it comes to your workouts. Now we may have forgotten about the basics of workouts and exercises such as dips and chins. We think often about squats and deadlifts because those are our lower body staples, but Dips and chins seem to be forgotten about, and they are very valuable not only in time saving, but also in boosting your metabolism and burning calories. Now, most of the time, dips and chins are just forgotten about in modern day training. There are machines that can be used. And when I talk about dips and chins, I'm talking about the body weight exercises, not the machine versions, because there is a difference ask anyone who's ever done a pull-up if there's a difference between the pull-up and the pull-down and they'll tell you yes and honestly this is a question I get often people ask me well I'm not doing pull-ups but pull-downs and the machine are just the same aren't they to which I always have to answer no they're not there's a reason why they're not now some people are not strong enough to do pull-ups and dips but you know what you can still attempt them because you may start out with a a half of a repetition or a quarter of a repetition, or maybe you focus on some negatives until you can get strong enough to do them, but eventually you can do them. It's just, I think a lot of people would rather stick on a machine because they feel like they're getting more out of it, even though they really would get more from the chins, the dips, the pull-ups, because you're working harder If it's really hard to do just one repetition of something, then that's going to have much greater impact on your body and your metabolism than something that you can do 20 repetitions of. And yes, sometimes there's a little bit of ego that gets in the way. We don't always want to do lighter weights or do something that we're not good at. But sometimes that's just what you need to do in order to break through a different point, whether it's uh, dieting or just getting in shape or strength. Now, there's a reason why chins and pull-ups and dips are very important and very popular for people in the know, because... We know that they impact not only the muscles you're working, but they also impact all of the additional muscles that surround that particular muscle group, as well as your stabilizer muscles of the rotator cuff, and more importantly, your abdominals and low back. Now, everybody wants to have great abdominals, and for some reason they'll sit there and do a million crunches, but ask them to start doing pull-ups, and they're gonna look at you like you're insane. But if you do a pull-up, you'll realize how much of your abdominals you are using get yourself from point A to point B. Now when you're doing pull-ups you want to make sure you're doing strict pull-ups you don't want to be swinging around like a monkey and this is true if you're doing dips and if you're doing chin-ups now if you're asking what's the difference well chin-ups are going to be more work into the biceps and the front of the shoulders because your grip is either facing you or parallel and your pull-up is going to be more across the upper back because your grip is going to be away from you and your grip is also going to be wider or shoulder width apart, medium grip. We'll get into that in a little bit. Now let's first start out by attacking that question of I can't do any How can I do them when I can't do any? Well, you can get a block of wood or something to help yourself jump up, try to hold yourself up at the top of a chin or a pull up and slowly lower yourself. Now I know when I started doing pull ups, I couldn't even do any at all. I actually used a handle that would usually be put onto a seated row machine and put it over the top of the frame of a power rack and kind of attempted pull-ups from side to side more or less it was kind of stepping off or jumping up to the pull-up and lowering myself slowly but like anything else you keep at it you start feeling the difference because the next day you'll be sore and you'll think I didn't even really do anything how can I be sore and you will be and you'll feel your abdominals and lower back get sore as well and you'll understand how much the whole body is used in these exercises so imagine you're in deep holiday territory and you have very little time. What would you do? Well, if you really want to impact your metabolism and burn a ton of calories in a short period of time, you would do sets of dips, chins or pull-ups, and squats. Three exercises, you could even do them in a row as a triset, or just do a couple of sets of each, but you know what, each one is gonna command your entire body to work. Every inch of your body is gonna be working when you do these three exercises because you have to stabilize yourself, you have to stabilize weight if you're using any, you have to focus on your breathing, using your abdominals, everything is working. And that's why you can stay in shape during the holidays with very short workouts if you're using the right exercises. I know in previous podcasts, we've talked about the fact that there are some exercises that are better than others. And this is a great example of that. You can impact your metabolism so much more doing exercises like dips and chins than you ever would doing chest flies and maybe a seated row with a cable lightweight. Yes, those are still good exercises, but if you really are short on time and you wanna maximize what you're gonna to do to your body and the impact that the exercises are gonna have, then these are the better exercises to choose. There's certainly a time and place for every exercise. Isolation exercises are not going to be for you if you are very short on time, but you know what, if you've got certain issues or if you've got some extra time, then there are exercises like preacher curls and one arm curls and things like that, that you can do. So it's all good. It just depends on what your time frame is and what you want to accomplish, what your goals are. If you're in college and you're on break for the holidays, then you might have more time to work out. So your workout may be completely different than the mother who's running around trying to get the Christmas gifts for everybody and going to the Christmas parties and getting everything ready for school and, and all of that. So two completely different goals and schedules and lifestyles, so something can work for everybody, but maybe not at the same time. And that might be actually be good because then you all wouldn't be fighting for the machines at the same time. Now I'm gonna run through a few quick, maybe obvious reasons why these exercises are so great. All of them, and this includes the squats too, can be done at home or at a gym. They can even be done at a park. They are effective even if they have no additional weight. They also train your abdominals very effectively. They boost your metabolism, burn major calories, and hit multiple body parts at the same time. And here's the bonus point, they do have many variations. Let's go over some of those variations right now. For example, dips. Depending on the spacing that you have with your grip, you're either gonna focus more on the chest and shoulders or more on the triceps and shoulders. You can even use a reverse grip and kind of dig your chin into your chest, point your elbows straight out, keep your feet together and your toes pointed down and start banging them out for a real heavy chest workout. Now, most people will use a regular grip. That means your palms are facing your body. And a lot of times you'll have a V configured station so that the closer your hands are together, the more triceps you're hitting, or the farther away, the more chest you're hitting. Now, you also need to concentrate if you're doing a tricep workout to kind of shift your weight backwards a little bit so you hit more on the triceps. So, somewhere in the middle, if you're going for that all round workout, to hit that bar somewhere in the middle and Get those dips going, get a good stretch as you go down. The deeper the stretch, the more you're gonna activate your chest, the more abdominals you're gonna work. If you're not strong enough, then don't go down all the way, but your goal should always be to have a full range of motion without any cheating or jumping. Now I say that because if you can't do a dip, then yeah, you're gonna have to jump up into that straight arm position and lower yourself slowly, working the negative so that you can get strong enough to do multiple repetitions. Now you can even add weight to this. Even if you can only do two or three repetitions, you can add weight, holding a dumbbell between your legs or using a dip belt. And at that point, maybe you only get out two repetitions, but you'll be surprised at how much easier and how many more repetitions you get out when you take that weight off. So for example, and this is true for any of these exercises, you can add some weight do say five sets of as many as you can and that might be two repetitions. And then your next, do that same cycle for maybe three or four weeks. Then when you take that weight off, you're gonna probably double, if not triple, your dips or chins or whatever it was that you were doing with the weight. So if you did two, you're probably gonna then be up to four, five, maybe six without any weight at all. So then you go back to another cycle after that cycle, add some weight. And you keep going until each time after a heavy cycle using weight, your body weight form of these exercises increase by one repetition or maybe two repetitions depending on what phase you're at. So yeah, it is completely realistic to expect a girl to be able to do 10 pull-ups or chin-ups because you can train in a way that will allow your body to get strong enough to do that. But you have to start. You have to start somewhere. And a lot of times it's that repetition one or repetition none, but it's just doing the exercise, taking that leap of faith, which kind of goes to our belief window, which will come up next. Now let's talk about your pull-ups and your chins. Those obviously you would just need a straight bar. Sometimes there are handles that are set so that you can have your parallel palm grip, and those are great as well, but you wanna vary it up. So whichever one you're going to do, Same rules apply. You can start by stepping up and lowering yourself slowly. You can start by trying to get at least one repetition or pull yourself halfway up. You can also add weight, and the same thing is gonna happen. You add weight, you do a couple pull-ups, then when you're done with that cycle, your next time doing pull-ups at body weight, you're gonna be able to do more. So let's cover what body parts you're getting when you do these exercises. When you do pull-ups, you can actually have a narrow grip and you can have a medium, which is like shoulder width, and you can have a wide grip, which is a little bit outside of shoulder width. And a traditional pull-up is going to have your palms facing forward with your thumbs over the top. Now, I know some people like to grip with their thumbs all the way around the bar, but I usually recommend going the thumbs on top. That way you're not tempted to use too much of the forearms you can really isolate better on the back muscles and that way you're going to get a better workout now you're also going to be feeling those biceps and shoulders work no matter which way you have your thumb you can't help it these are all pulling motions you're going to get some biceps some shoulders obviously a lot of your back You'll get your abdominals and your lower back as you're stabilizing yourself, especially if you're doing negatives or if you have any additional weight that you've added to your body. In the form of a dumbbell or a dip belt, of course, you can also use a reverse grip where the palms are facing you and same thing applies with the thumb. You can actually put it wherever would be comfortable for you. So you can also go narrow, medium or wide. And this reverse grip is also going to use a lot of the biceps and the shoulders. And the one thing you want to think about if you are using a reverse grip is keeping your chest up very high, almost taking it to where you are pulling yourself up towards your chest. That way you can keep a little bit of an arch in the back, which enables your back muscles to work. If your back is flat or you round your shoulders forward, you're going to end up using too much of the arms and not getting the benefit of the back exercise. Now, chin-ups are definitely gonna get a lot of the arms. They tend to be easier for most people to do just because you are using more of the arms. You really do have to concentrate on leading with the chest, almost hitting the bar with your chest in order to get your back involved. So when you're doing chin-ups, reverse pull-ups, really focus on the back muscles, on trying to initiate your pull-up with the back muscles. And I know that's not the easiest thing to do, So you can at least focus some negatives on that as well. The lowering portion, focusing on feeling your back control your weight. Now, for a lot of people, feeling the back do the exercise is almost impossible, but you have to really concentrate on it. Think about just keeping your shoulder blades squeezed the whole time. Now, you don't want to completely lock out at the bottom of these exercises, but you want to get close to it. You don't wanna be doing a half repetition where your arms are at like a 90 degree angle. That's gonna be too much stress on the actual arms and you won't be getting that full stretch for the back exercises. But in the same respect, if you go to a complete straight arm lockdown, you're never gonna get yourself back up. So somewhere in between is where you'd wanna be. Always focusing on steady controlled repetitions with good form. Now, I know a lot of people like to jump up to begin their pull-ups or chin-ups or whatever, but I prefer to use a block and to step off of it because I find if I start swinging when I jump up to it, it's harder to control the repetitions and they end up getting kind of sloppy. So it's whatever's going to work for you. I usually usually will start from a straight dead hang and then begin my pull-ups and kind of go from there. But whatever's going to work for you and just like any other exercise variation, you can always change it up. So remember, you don't just have to wait for the holidays to do dips, chin-ups, chin pull-ups, squats. You can do them anytime and just focus on your form. I mentioned in that section about your belief system. Some people call it a belief window. And what it is, it's basically how you perceive things. What you believe is true. That may not necessarily be what is true, but what you believe is true is going to be true for you and no one else. Now your belief system actually dictates how you're going to respond to different events. It actually determines your emotions and your thought responses to different situations that happen in your life and what you have been conditioned to believe is how you're going to view these things and that may or may not be correct. It's not always easy to understand our own belief system and find out what might be tainted the wrong way. Now basically this belief system is based on how you view Your own world through your own personal window your own personal set of beliefs about yourself and life in general and as i said your belief system determines how you interpret situations that happen in your life what you believe to be true or what you think you know to be true determines how you interpret internalize and react to the events that happen to you you see your brain takes your information and processes it with the senses that you have and it attempts to make a match for the expectations that you have in your personal belief window so that means you tend to also acknowledge whatever confirms what you already believe now i know that sounds kind of mixed up but basically we all have our own beliefs and whether, the, whether they are true or not your beliefs are going to help confirm themselves. So basically if you believe that it's impossible for you to lose weight, well your mind is going to automatically look towards all the times that you've failed to lose weight and therefore that belief starts to become cemented because you've had those experiences over and over again. Now it probably isn't even true that you can't lose weight. Everyone can lose weight. Not everyone loses weight the same way or in the same time frame. So the belief of I can't lose weight needs to really be changed to, I haven't found the right way for me to lose weight yet. You don't need to believe that it's impossible. The most important part of your belief system is to understand that it can be changed and that it's not necessarily the truth. Even though you believe it, it doesn't mean that it is true. It is true for you at that moment, but that doesn't mean that it's 100% true for you and your life. It's just what you are conditioned to believe. It can actually be a cycle, kind of like the diet cycle that just keeps going around and around and around. What you see reinforces your existing belief system. And this causes you to keep seeing things in the way you believe things to be, which in turn makes you see things In that same way so it's kind of a self-reinforcing cycle and again it can be good or bad now let's look at the good form you have a belief that there's a right combination of things that you can do to get in shape you just haven't found it yet or maybe you have belief and full faith in your trainer and the program that they have you doing you completely believe that by following this program you are going to get in your best shape ever And sometimes that can be a little bit of blind faith because you've never been there before. But sometimes those are the steps you have to take. They call it leaving your comfort zone. I think we've heard that a million times. And your comfort zone is your belief system. And if you have to step outside of that, it's uncharted territory. And yeah, it can be kind of scary. But you're not going to gain anything without a little bit of risk or challenge as well. So now you know that the belief system that you have is something that only you have and is unique to you and your experiences. Now the biggest problem that people have is that their belief system is limiting. It keeps them from making the changes that they need to make to achieve their goals. And maybe it even blinds them from noticing or acknowledging the the good things that they've accomplished or the successes that they've actually achieved. and. That can, again, send you into that whole cycle of reinforcing either the failures or the non-beliefs. Now, exploring your belief system can really open your eyes and set you free from your frustrations. And understanding those limiting beliefs can help you pinpoint some of the symptoms and steps of larger problems that you have. Now, how do you analyze your own belief system? Well, you start looking at the obstacles that you have and start pinpointing, is it really true or is it a belief? Is it really impossible for you to lose weight or do you just believe that? Well, unless you have a medical condition or something that makes it impossible, then it's just a belief. And you need to turn that belief around into one that is more positive that says, I can lose weight. I just have to find the right program or the right person to help me. Start looking at what you are not achieving your success in and see if there are some excuses or limiting beliefs that are kind of the same thing. Equally, look at what you have achieved and what you have succeeded with. And you'll find some good elements of your belief system there. Of course, if you are completely unsure of what your belief system is and how to figure it out, then go ahead and... Get with me at uh, coachkira.com for some private coaching. The Gaining Control Workshop, which is uh, the first part of the Fitness Makeover Workshop, deals greatly with this subject because that is the whole motivation section. I mean, really, if you want constant motivation, you have to look deep inside and see how you think and why you think the way you think. And then, of course, how to change it so that you can keep yourself on the right path. And this is also covered in the Mindset Makeover book. Because remember, there's a lot of programs that work and there's a lot of diets that work. But the reason why everybody's not in great shape is their mind. And that has to do with these belief systems and the way you think. Now it's holiday time and you want to figure out what you can do that's actually good for you and maybe enjoy during the holidays. Well, how about some green tea? I know it's got lots of benefits other times of the year, but here's a few things that you may not have known about that will help you with your holiday time. Now, first of all, it's it's best to know the exact dose that you need for these effects, but just in general knowing that green tea is going to help you might help make some of your decisions as far as your after dinner drinks and things. Now, whether you're supplementing with it or just drinking the green tea, it can actually help minimize some of the negative effects that alcohol has on the body. Now, I know when we talk holidays, we always have some sort of alcohol at some point. So knowing that you can include that green tea to help is going to be certainly a lifesaver for some people. Now, green tea is filled with lots of antioxidants and we definitely know it's known to combat some stress especially through your whole body. But now there's actually research that shows that the antioxidants in the green tea will protect the liver from damage by alcohol. Now it doesn't mean that you can run out and and overindulge in alcohol and have one glass of green tea and you'll be fixed and have no liver damage, Uh, but it does help to work those two in together. Now one study actually found that green tea eliminated liver damage from alcohol intake And it can help minimize the feelings of a hangover because your liver is functioning better. Now some people agree that milk thistle and liver shield type pills taken before you go out drinking have the same effect. But again, we're not really sure of the dosages on these. So, you know, it may help you a little or it may help you a lot. Now another benefit to green tea is that if you have it before a holiday meal, or maybe before you are going to a party, you're less likely to indulge in food or in alcohol. And that way you're going to be more satisfied with less and obviously stick to your diet a little better. Now, the other thing that's great is that it's going to help improve your insulin sensitivity. So your blood sugar levels will be a little more regulated. Now, there is some signs that green tea actually elevates glucose update uh, to support fat burning. Even though it's just kind of minimal. But either way, making it before your holiday party is going to be a good idea on multi levels. Now, you can also use the green tea capsules either before or after indulging. But either way, if you're looking for tea and looking for a way to help you get it through the holidays, go ahead and grab that green tea. As always, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I look forward to giving you all the insights to help you reach all of your goals and to help you get your best body ever. If you'd like additional information on these topics and more articles on health, nutrition, and motivation, visit fitnessmakeover.com, allinoneworkout.com, or coachkira.com.